Hello, hello everyone. Welcome or welcome back to Kitana's Introspection. Before I get on with the episode, I would just like to thank you all for continuously coming back and listening in. We have gotten into 2023 with listeners from 22 different countries. And mind you, these are spread between every single continent. And that is just huge. So thank you all for your support. And it's truly amazing. Now on to today's episode. We will be doing episode 3 of the Unfiltered series and this is sort of relation to the previous episode on balancing friendships. We are going to be talking about codependency in relationships. Now this covers all forms of relationships, whether it's friendship or romantic relationship, family relationship, etc. So what is codependency? I'll give you two different Merriam-Webster dictionary definitions. One is simple and less scary, and the other will almost immediately make your defenses go up and tell you none of your relationships are like that. But hear me out. We'll start with the nicer version, you know, give your subconsciousness a feeling of safety. Okay, so the first definition says, Codependency is one's dependence on the needs of or on control by another. In even simpler terms, it basically means you put the other person's needs, feelings, wants, etc. before yours, but not necessarily in a healthy way. Now, don't get me wrong, putting other people's needs before yours is a very kind and generous thing to do, which frankly, more people in the world need to practice. But that's all under characteristics such as kindness, generosity, non-judgment of others, being understanding, being sympathetic, being grateful, being loving. You get the picture. All of that means you're putting your needs before others, but you're doing it in a healthy way. You're doing it just out of your consideration for them. You're doing it because you know that for them, it would make them feel better or for them, it's how it works. And it might not necessarily be the same for you, but you're just considering their feelings or you're doing it because you know some part of them that wouldn't agree with doing it a different way and you just want them to be comfortable. There's all these different reasons but they fall under all these different nice and generous characteristics. Now, all of that is very different from being codependent, where you now would mold yourself, your personality, your thoughts and your opinions and your actions to fit the demands of what someone else requires you to be in order for your relationship to work. This is now just more than being generous or anything like that because now you're changing yourself you know now you're becoming less of yourself and more of what the other person wants you to be now you're being unhappy most of the times that's what it causes you're being uncomfortable you're putting yourself in situations you would rather not be in or maybe naturally you'd have never gotten into because you're trying to make someone else happy you're putting everything on hold in your own personal individual life or dreams and goals or wants and anything like that for the sake of someone else who might not care the same way for you and most of the times is letting you do that let me give an example let's just say there are two friends and one is making the decision of which restaurant they would like to eat at if person a is allergic to seafood when person B decides to make sure that none of their options are seafood restaurants, they're being considerate. They're choosing not to put their friend at risk 
despite whether they might personally love seafood or not now you don't go out with your friends every single day so person b could simply just order seafood on another day when their friend is not at risk and they're probably not there I know that example is a bit simplistic and seems obvious but well believe me there are people out there who would disagree with that so this example is just showing in terms of kindness and generosity just thinking about the other person trying to make sure they're comfortable and they're safe something that is healthy right and again I know the example seems a bit too simplistic but Go on whatever reality TV show you want to and there's always those few situations which kind of mirror these ones where to the audience it's obvious and the normal reaction would be this and this but you see something else and you wonder how is this happening so that's just why I chose that simple example now on to the flip side and this is where it crosses from like genuine consideration to the need for one party to control the other and the other goes along with it because they believe they have to otherwise they're a bad friend or partner or sibling or co-worker etc i'll use a sibling dynamic for this one it's about to get deep <laughs> Let's say there's a mom and a dad who are constantly praising one sibling over the other. Not an unusual story. So, sibling A gets praised and rewarded for their achievements and ideas, while sibling B doesn't follow in the same passions, and according to the parents, their passion is less worthy for lack of a better word. These are still young developing individuals, so sibling B decides that the most natural thing is to always do what sibling A does and go with their decisions. Now let's just say sibling A realizes this and unfortunately takes that opportunity to always be the one in control. Now we have the perfect brewing ground for codependency. Long story short, sibling B molds themselves around who sibling A says they should be because they believe if they put their own needs or feelings first, they are doing something wrong. I'll elaborate a bit on this because it would seem to sibling B that any decision that they make is incorrect they will always question themselves and most of the times they might even look to sibling A and be like, is this right? Should I do this? What do you think I should do? These are all okay questions to ask people, but in the perspective that sibling A likes being in control, they might then always tell them things that make sibling A happy and goes along with what sibling A wants them to be instead of what sibling B actually wants. Sibling B might be into writing, for example, and they might be trying to write a piece, whether it's for school, for themselves, they might have started a blog or whatever it is, and they're trying to write a piece, and then they've written their first piece, and they're excited about it, and then they take it to sibling A, because, well, for them, most of their things have to have the approval of sibling A for it to be credible. That's just how they feel. That's, how, that's just how they've always felt. So they go to sibling A. And for whatever reason, really, they could genuinely not like it or they might like it but not want sibling B to put it out and get credit for it or whatever reason they might have, sibling A might then say, no, this is rubbish, you know, why are you even writing? You shouldn't be writing, you're not a good writer, give up on that dream. And then sibling B doesn't take into account that this is only one person's opinion, you know, maybe I should ask someone else, maybe I should ask a couple of friends or anything like that they just say okay 
sibling A always knows the right things. They always know the better decisions. That's why they get so many achievements. So rightfully, if they say I'm a bad writer, I'm definitely not going to pursue this. And then that's done and dusted. So they're basing whether they should follow their dreams or not on whether person A believes they should. And this would go into any category, to be honest. It could go into their friendships. Um, maybe they might have a specific friend who really cares about them and maybe they're constantly at the house and sibling A doesn't like that and then they start saying, you shouldn't be hanging out with the, this person, so they stop. Or other things like that, but it could cover different things and then sibling B could always just never put their own needs and wants first. It in fact could lead to sibling B isolating themselves because they just want to simply surround themselves with sibling A because they believe that they know the right things for them and what to get. Things like diet could be impacted as well. They could decide to eat the same foods or eat whatever foods sibling A is saying. Basically, sibling A is in control and they're in control of basically everything whether they know it or not, whether they intend or not. I know in this situation we did say they do intend for it to be like this, but sometimes they might not know. Sometimes they're just innocently giving advice that they think is correct. And then sibling B will just always be holding on to that as, you know, the correct thing to do. Now, there is also the accompanying crippling anxiety that sibling A will have that if they do step out, they will never succeed because they've never done things based on their own needs, which they think are foolish. So it'll always be a case of if they want to take a chance or take a risk at something, it'll pop into their heads maybe once in a while, but every single time they will push it down and say, no, that's not your place. That's usually what it then rounds up to. Is this my place? Should I be doing this? Should I be going there? And they'll always depend on weight. Um, did sibling A say I should be a writer? Nope. Okay, so that's not me. Did sibling A say I can be an artist or a musician? Nope, that's not me. Did sibling A say I should be a doctor? No, that's not me. Sibling A did say though that maybe I should be an actor. And then they'll be like, okay, that's that's what I'm going to go and do. Sibling A said I shouldn't do math. Okay, so I'm not going to do that. Sibling A said and what, 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 and stuff like that. So it'll always have ramifications of a lack of self-confidence in their own thoughts and wanting to do their own things. And it'll always be based on whatever sibling A might have said. And it might not even be directly from what they said about a specific thing. It might just be something that they relate to that thing. So an example is, let's just say these two siblings are different ages. You know, one might be what 12 one might be 16 so sibling b is 12 and sibling a is 16 and then sibling b is throwing their 13th birthday party or something like that and they're wanting to decide where they should throw it now maybe they're into amusement parks and they want to do it there but then they remember some time back when sibling a said they don't like rides and amusement parks not necessarily in a I hate them type of way but just generally that they're not really in, into it you know they might be able to stand going there but they're not really into it so sibling B then says okay no that's not the right place now you can say they are putting the needs of sibling A into consideration but considering the fact that they never said they hated it and also it wasn't really a thing of like 
they need to specifically do something where the sibling is okay with it that isn't okay so they might then decide to go to just like a normal restaurant and do a party there they might decide to do it at home or something like that that is what I'm talking about when I say codependency because sibling B is now always making their decisions based on the needs of sibling A whether they realize it or not whether they think it's bad or good whatever it is so let's go on to the second definition and I'll say this slowly so it sinks in but before I do I want to say this episode is more or less on bringing our now normalized concept into a slightly more serious perspective than it currently gets everyone jokes around about what some people um, may be in some controlling situations in their lives or believe that the aversion is not that deep or that others have it worse or that it's not there at all but I'm just trying to say it is a thing codependency is a thing it's something that that's not necessarily good and if you can see it in your life or if you can see it in someone else's life or anything like that if you can help yourself not end up in a situation like that that's all this is so here's the second definition codependency is a psychological condition or relationship in which a person manifesting low self-esteem and a strong desire for approval has an unhealthy attachment to another often controlling or manipulative person i think i'll say it again Codependency is a psychological condition or relationship in which a person manifesting low self-esteem and a strong desire for approval has an unhealthy attachment to another, often controlling or manipulative person. Now, I want to zone in on one word that they used in this description that I think really speaks to this concept. They said that it's a position in which a person manifesting low self-esteem they said manifesting low self-esteem so it means that it's something that's building up it's something that is constantly growing it's something that they are believing and that they are giving power to it's something that they are more or less letting it grow basically right and that's i guess one important factor because if you're going to be codependent on someone it usually means you don't trust yourself or you don't trust your decisions again it's okay to take the needs of someone else into consideration that is perfectly fine but you should also trust yourself to say okay i've seen that they have this need what in my capacity can i do towards that need in your capacity that is the important part something that is in your capacity if you believe that you can do a little bit more that's perfectly fine but it's on your choice and not necessarily because you believe that you wouldn't you wouldn't have the power or you wouldn't be able to take what they are taking or you wouldn't be able to not give them what they want so that part of manifesting low self-esteem I think is very important to what ends up 
being codependent so in your own relationships and situations and stuff like that you need to be able to trust yourself you need to be able to have confidence in yourself and your ability and your needs you need to be able to listen to your needs to know what you want to know your value so that you don't end up in a situation where because you're manifesting low self-esteem you then always shut down your own needs for the sake of others which might not necessarily be a good thing and the second thing which i can say accompanies low self-esteem is the fact that they said you have a strong desire for approval now obviously that stems from the self-esteem itself because you're not confident in yourself you look for that confidence and appreciation from other people so if you see someone praising you or if you see someone saying that you did a good job or whatever it is you then believe that that means you've done well so most of the times that is what then leads you to putting other people's needs before yours because you'll do whatever they want and obviously they will then be happy about that and their happiness for you is saying oh yeah I did that I made them happy and that gives you confidence but it's only giving you confidence in the situation of you're now saying I've made someone happy but then it's not giving you anything in your own happiness now again making someone happy can make you happy most of the times it does if you genuinely want to make someone happy when you then make them happy you will also be happy that is a thing yes fair and fine but then in this situation I'm talking in terms of if you're making that person happy at the expense of your own happiness now I know there's things such as compromise that's where the situation gets complicated and all of that stuff but there are still ways to healthily compromise where you might make someone else happy and although it might not be your cup of tea you're still at least comfortable or you're still at least happy with yourself in terms of like your own worth you know you haven't given up any part of yourself that is crucial to your esteem that is crucial to your opinion of yourself that is crucial to how you build yourself and how you put yourself around with other people so that's just one thing to take into consideration when i say that um this topic is full of a lot of um ups and downs it links with a lot of things so just be mindful of that now i'm going to go on a slight tangent here and just talk about something real quick I believe that we tend to talk about people that are controlling a lot right we focus on them a great deal and maybe it's just me but when we then talk about the people they are controlling it's like we don't separate that person from the controlling one so even in that light we only speak in relation to whoever had the reins so we've we're not we've not separated the situation basically when we're talking about person a who was talking who was controlling person b we talk about that a lot then when we're not talking about person b and talking about the situation and their view and their perspective it's always in relation to person a it's not separated and just simply person b's side of view let me explain 
we tend to focus on the things that tied the person to the one that they depended on. For example, we'll say, oh yeah, she had low self-esteem, so they used that to manipulate her. Or he was in a desperate situation, so he didn't notice he was being manipulated. That may give a reason as to why the person couldn't see the situation, but it only reveals the reason after they've been codependent. Now, I know this may be a bit confusing, so I'll just keep elaborating. In this world, there will always be situations. There's never going to be a time where there isn't. I think we would all hope, we all want to, hope that there's a time in this current world where most things will be fine and everything will be okay. Everyone will be happy. There won't be any complications. There won't be any um, people going against each other, anything like that. But at the current moment, we all know that that's not possible. There will always be situations. There will always be, always be times when things aren't going okay. There will always be times when you're dealing with a lot of things. You're having personal battles about yourself as an individual. You're trying to work through something, whether by yourself or with other people. So there will always be be situations and if we also looked at codependency itself and what it is individually and what and made people reflect on their own lives it might mean each person can steer clear from it because since they will always be these situations it might just be a good idea to simply focus on the concept of codependency itself alone so that people can be able to steer clear from it and not always have to go into situations where they are codependent to then learn from it. Now, let me link this back to what I was saying about how we then talk about the two different individuals in the situation, the one who was controlling the other and the one who was being controlled. If we were to talk about codependency itself and really delve into it and really research into it and study it as people and maybe see parts of our lives that might reflect situations which we might be codependent in or situations which we might be the controlling ones in without even knowing it or even just knowing parts of people's lives that might trigger a need to be codependent i think it would be easier for a person not easier necessarily it's always a hard thing i'm pretty sure but it would be better for a person who is in a situation like that and is codependent to then notice those traits maybe at the starting points of it or notice those um situations and be able to say okay um i can see that i have this need you know whether it's being filled from my past relationships whether it's being filled from my family my friends whatever it is i can see this need that i have that this person seems to be filling and i don't want to be in that situation now that might mean they might then remove themselves entirely from that situation and just distance themselves from that person or if they care about that person or if they can't necessarily distance themselves like let's just say your family obviously you're not forced to be close with your family but if you still want to be in good relations with them you might then work it out with them and also try and see if you can work out a dynamic with them where you're not leading yourselves into those situations that is what i mean by 
we need to find a way to separate the situation from the individual and focus on just the individual alone and what they're going through and what they might potentially be going through or potentially be leading to and stuff like that then focus on codependency itself and define it for each person and then see from there what the best way forward might be now I know we're talking about the same thing here but I do feel like these two different definitions ring differently so let me just say them one after the other and maybe you'll see what I mean obviously we're talking about the same thing we're talking about codependency but I do feel like they do ring differently they bring different things into perspectives one is short but it does bring certain things into perspective and then the other one is longer and more like technical but i do think the contrast between what the first definition and what the second one makes you think of might just be the reason why some people then take it seriously or some people don't or some people then decide that they are not codependent or they are not controlling or some people then decide that it doesn't apply to them or their situations or they might recognize it in a situation that they're not in maybe it's a friend or family member but then they decide no that doesn't ring right so let me just say the two definitions one after the other so the first one was codependency is one's dependence on the needs of or on control by another and the second one is codependency is a psychological condition or a relationship in which a person manifesting low self-esteem and a strong desire for approval has an unhealthy attachment to another often controlling or manipulative person now I know I gave an example for the first definition so I'll do so for the second one. So in this example I'll use a relationship dynamic, um, a romantic relationship dynamic. Um, I, if you notice I'm using different dynamics here because I'm just trying to show that it does apply to different relationship dynamics it's not just to one singular one and it also does apply in different ways because in my first in my very first example it was just depended on the two people alone the two friends trying to find a place to eat and then in the other one it was also inclusive of outside parties who were the parents of the siblings who had sort of a role to play into it so that was just showing another perspective that it's not always just between the two individuals so I'll just show um, the example with a relationship dynamic this time so in this example let's just say we have a couple and then one partner had been in previous relationships you know maybe a couple a few of them where they were cheated on so slowly i'm pretty sure you know maybe the first few times maybe the first the first time it happened you know depending on the reason they might have said okay it happens to people whatever you know it happens they would have healed and whatever the second time they would have maybe been a little bit angrier about it the third time eventually they get to a point where they start questioning themselves you know unfortunately that does happen because i think we have this belief that one thing shouldn't happen to you that many times without there being a reason now that's true you know it it does reflect something most of the times but then other times it's just pure like 
pure <laughs> bad luck so you might have just been choosing the wrong partners and they just might have been doing that and they might have been a reason for that as well because as we see in the second reason it says a psychological condition so you might have been choosing those specific partners who would eventually although you might not have known it um, cheated for whatever psychological reason without knowing it so eventually you then started believing okay um, I'm the problem here um, I'm the one who's not worth enough for these people to stay loyal um, I'm the one who needs to fix myself you know I need to tailor myself to make them happy so that they don't feel the need to go elsewhere to get happiness because ultimately that would be your mindset um, most of the time right so then in this new relationship and let's just say unfortunately the partner that they then find because um, people can be different you know some people can be controlling without knowing it some people minor control some people um, very very controlling so let's just say in this situation it's unfortunate enough that they now get into a relationship with someone who is very controlling someone who um, is manipulative and is manipulative consciously not just by chance because it can happen sometimes you might not know you're doing it but let's just say this person is consciously like they choose to be manipulative and that that would just be the worst situation for person a to get into because they've gotten into this down about their esteem saying they're not worth it okay so basically as i'm sure you can all imagine and think of what will happen in this relationship is that um the controlling individual person b will always say oh okay you should dress this way you know i'm more attracted to someone who dresses this way um for me that that would be something manipulative to say if they were saying it in a manner of like you should change yourself you know sometimes you, you can suggest you can suggest um, a certain dressing if you want to maybe it's a certain occasion you say okay um, for this occasion because it's a black tie event you know you should wear you should probably wear something black tie but then if they then decide not to then you be like okay no it's fine it's your choice anyway that's okay because you've suggested but you've also not decided to then like control them if they decide not to go with it but let's just say this person genuinely in whatever manipulative way I'm sure you can you can imagine that they then always say no you should dress this way this is what I'm um, attracted by if you don't dress this way then well it won't be a surprise if I'm not attracted to anyone else right so person a because they feel like okay the past times I've been cheated on it was me and those see the same thing happening now like okay no he doesn't like the way i dress and i'm not exactly helping the situation so let me change that let me dress the way he wants me to dress and then maybe he'll stay and then they'll do they'll dress that way they'll change themselves and maybe they're not comfortable with that maybe the partner wants them to dress in really tight things really short things or really long things and really loose things whatever it is it might not be what they're comfortable with and they're putting that person's needs and wants above their comfortability and their happiness and how they're dressing you know they might not appreciate um 
the the comments that people then make sometimes even innocently um, at them but they are still going with it because they are saying if I don't I'll lose this person if I don't this is why I was being cheated on before because I wasn't listening to what they want and it doesn't just go with clothes it'll go with everything else so that's then in my opinion what embodies more the second definition of having a low self-esteem and wanting a strong desire for approval and then changing yourself and having an unhealthy attachment because of a controlling and manipulative person now i'd say this episode is more for um just a reflection and just seeing what your perspective is like on the concept of codependency um it's not necessarily advice based um it's more just to discuss a a more in-depth appreciation and consideration for what codependency actually is because as you can see from the differences between the two definitions it means the same exact thing it's saying the same exact thing but one definition is more simple it's more um abc you know there's one two three ways to be codependent and then the other definition leaves you with a wider spectrum of defining what codependency is which i think is what we need to do nowadays because we've now tended to just say being codependent is one thing and it's one thing only and then we go with that and if it's if your situation doesn't fit into that one mold you're like okay no i'm not codependent or no i'm not in this situation but i think there's a broader um platform or I don't know there's there's more situations where being codependent is is something that people are and they might not know it or they might know they are but they don't know how to define it and I know I've used very simplistic very usual examples but in those examples of I hope I've left like a flexibility for you to then be like okay so I have this situation you know maybe this particular situation is between um, you and your teacher for example Uh, maybe you don't study as much if they don't prompt you to so you're more or less codependent on them to motivate you to study you know maybe you need to then separate yourself sometimes and find your own individual ways to study you know it's not only in in the typical relationships that is basically what I've been trying to say here because that's what people think most of the times i mean people mostly relate this to romantic relationships only and i believe that it's in other relationships as well so i really hope that this episode has helped you to see that or has helped you to even just think more on it um there's other situations that this could apply to like the teacher student one i just gave um there's way more and maybe you're in it you know people have different lives people have different relationships with different people so um, i just hope that this causes you to reflect i hope that you share this with anyone who you might think would want to listen to it um and yeah just thank you for being here till the end um i would really actually love to hear your opinions and thoughts on this and maybe experiences if you'd like to share them so if you go on the Q&A platform that you'll see when you are listening to the episode you could let me know um, give me insight as well things that you might have found out about it 
um, questions you might have we could just interact together so thank you so much for listening to today's episode i can't wait for you guys to listen to the next ones and i'll see you in the next one